guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. I want to take you today to a very tender story, and I think it's a great story. It teaches so many principles as we go into John chapter 8, verses 1 through 11, and it's an interaction that Jesus has with this woman right here. She is simply known as the woman taken in adultery, which I don't know how badly I would want to go throughout history being known by the sin that I committed, but still, the way he interacts with her is such an example to you and I. Uh, It's John chapter 8, verses 1 through 11. Many of you are familiar with this story. Uh, As Jesus is there at the temple, you get a group of scribes and Pharisees who have this woman who has been taken in adultery. And they basically just, I can just picture her being thrown down in front of Jesus. Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. She's guilty. There's no doubt about that. Now, Moses in the law commanded us that she should be stoned. But what sayest thou? This they said, tempting him that they might have to accuse him. Now, in a commentary, uh, Elder Bruce Marconky said this, if Jesus said to stone the woman, he would have been endorsing a penalty that was unpopular among the Jewish people and prohibited by Roman law. If Jesus said not to stone the woman, he would be accused of disregarding the law of Moses or treating the accepted practices of the past disrespectfully. So bottom line, it's a trap, okay? So they're trying to trap him here. They're trying to tempt him. So I love what Jesus does here. It says, but Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. Now there's varying opinions on what he may have been doing. Uh, I've heard some people say he may have just been doodling, just kind of sitting there thinking for a minute, just kind of blowing these guys off. He may also have been writing certain things. I heard someone suggest that maybe he was writing certain sins and names of individuals there in the crowd. I don't know. We don't know all that. But one thing we do know, you click on the word wrote, and it takes you to the footnote that says, Jesus Christ, mode of teaching. Jesus is teaching here for a moment. He's trying to help these guys understand some things. And so verse number seven, when they continued asking him, so I wonder if they're just bugging him here. He lifted himself up, said unto them, he that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they which heard it being convicted by their own conscience. Maybe this is where someone got the idea of writing the sins and the names. They went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last, and Jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst. Now, I love how all of a sudden it is just Jesus and the woman. Oftentimes the best teaching moments come when it is one-on-one, and Jesus was really good at that. When Jesus had lifted himself up and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? And she said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Now, a couple thoughts as we're going through this story. Again, we talk about this idea of casting stones at her. Many of you might be familiar with this quote. Are you throwing stones or are you catching them? Are you a stone thrower or a stone catcher? So back in April of 2021, Elder uh, Dale G. Renlund gave a wonderful talk called Infuriating Unfairness. And he talked about this story using another example, which I think is very, very relevant. So go ahead and watch this. Someone who has been anxiously engaged in combating unfairness is attorney Brian Stevenson. His legal practice in the United States is dedicated to defending the wrongly accused, ending excessive punishment, and protecting basic human rights. Some years ago, Mr. Stevenson defended a man 
who had been falsely accused of murder and was condemned to die. Mr. Stevenson asked the man's local Christian church for support. Even though the man wasn't active in his church and was disparaged in the community due to a widely known extramarital affair. To focus the congregation on what really mattered, Mr. Stevenson spoke to them about the woman accused of adultery who was brought to Jesus. The accusers wanted to stone her to death, but Jesus said, He that is without sin, let him first cast a stone at her. The woman's accusers withdrew. Jesus did not condemn the woman, but charged her to sin no more. After recounting this episode, Mr. Stevenson observed that self-righteousness, fear, and anger have caused even Christians to hurl stones at people who stumble. He then said, We can't simply watch that happen. And he encouraged the congregants to become stone catchers. Brothers and sisters, not throwing stones is the first step in treating others with compassion. The second step is to try to catch stones thrown by others. Now, back to that phrase, he that is without sin, let him first cast a stone at her. Now, what's interesting is you click on the word stone back in verse number seven, it says gossip, which again, very relevant message for our day, but I wanna take a different approach to this. Now, if you look at the topical guide under stone, you're gonna see an interesting definition. Cornerstone, Jesus Christ, rock, rock, so forth, rather. So what would happen if we, rather than threw the stones of gossip at this woman, we threw Jesus at her. Now, as I say that to you, more Jesus to be able to help this woman out, I think is a great message. You see someone out there who is struggling or doing things that are wrong and you may not agree with them. Rather than gossip about them, throw more of the love of the Savior at them. And I think there's a cool little message there with that. Now, President Spencer W. Kimball said this as far as instructions that Jesus gave to the woman. He said his command to her was go and sin no more. He was directing the sinful woman to go her way, abandon her evil life, commit no more sin, transform her life. He was saying, go woman and start your repentance. And he was indicating to her that the beginning step was to abandon her transgressions. Now, we don't know about this woman after that, but we do know one little thing that is kind of the rest of the story because the first step is to abandon those sins. What happens in the Joseph Smith translation, it says, and the woman glorified God from that hour and believed on his name. I think that is such a great message for you and I that first of all, be a stone catcher and not a stone thrower. And if you are going to throw stones, you throw the Savior and his love and compassion and goodness towards this people by testifying to them about Jesus Christ. And I think that is the best way to interact with others who may be struggling. I love this message, and I know that it's true. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.